The following is rated TVMA. Welcome to Opposite Attractions, ladies and gentlemen, the show about theme park design that is technically possible. I am your host, Scotty Moore, joined as always by the rated R superstar, Jim Murphy! Sitcom whooping and hollering. <laughs> I'm the, I, I wanted to just like slide in like Kramer, but I, yeah, my door's over there, so... Best vibe after being called the Rated R Superstar. Jim's like, hey guys, what's up? I wanted to do a sitcom jokey. Hi. So I've learned to never join the Twitter fan base of anything ever. Because I'm now get after like doing the Diz Twitter gift exchange, I'm now like part of them and I get to see the bullshit happen. I didn't think Disney World, the happiest thing on earth, could have, and this is something only the wrestling fans will understand, a Jim Cornette on Twitter, but they fucking do, and he's the worst. Actually, there are multiples, and I've never gotten to experience the Epcot douchebags. It's something we've talked about, like fables on this show, like almost like a unicorn. Like we, we think about them, but don't hope they exist. But Jim, as you brought up before the show, I'm finally going to have a reason to stop in America at World Showcase because there's now a barbecue joint being put in with Sam Eagle as the mascot. And that made a few people on Twitter a little bit upset. Fun fact, all those people suck because there's no better way to support America than Sam Eagle and barbecue. Yeah, it's a salute to all cuisines, but mostly barbecue, yes. <laughs> exactly! And so, someone literally went off on the Sam Eagle barbecue thing. <laughs> And then at the end of it was just like, hey, I just, I understand some people don't get it. I know there are a lot of low-res thinkers out there in the Diz Twitter community who don't understand this. And I'm just sitting here like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> and secondly, what is wrong with you? And that led to an entire day of everyone on Twitter changing their Twitter handle, handle to, for instance, me, Scotty Moe, is a low-res thinker. Because I want barbecue in my place, but no, apparently not. Uh, fun fact, you can't find that tweet anymore because the man has now made all of his tweets private. It, I mean, since when... To, to go back to this whole, like, Jim Cornette thing, since when was Sam Eagle a spot monkey? Is what I exactly. No, no, no. The it could have been is... worse. I mean, they could have been like, it's barbecue from Clarabelle Cow. Or... Oh, yeah. Or it could have been... What he said could have been worse, and he could have said what the man who runs Walt Disney World News Today said. Which, at one point, he just said, good thing there was never a Disneyland I ran. That's all that so, go around. I was like, okay, bud, you run the biggest fucking Disney news account there is, and you want to pull that bullshit? I, I think, 
I mean, I think it was dumb as well, but I think he might have been trying to compare it to, like, the fact that there's, like, two in China, and China's also been a little weird politically. It's just, it's just man, Walt Disney World <laughs> news today is the fucking Fox News of Diz Twitter, and I can't stand <laughs> them. They are the worst shit on the planet. So that one's bad. Which, by the way, hope they're not listening. Yeah. We may have just lost a few oh, listeners I, with this I, hot I, fucking I was, take. I wanted I wanted to guest on their ride rehab show, but that might be a little rough going anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sorry, no, you guys. do guest, and they're like, "Hey, thanks for you coming. Thanks for not bringing your fucking <laughs> shitty ginger co-host." Um. I'm so excited. I, I to think get the weird barbecue. thing about the smokehouse is what um, the guy that does the unofficial guide said is that the word regal literally means like royalty, like kings yeah. and queens and shit. And it's in America. Like, we're not supposed to have those in America. I mean, it, it's just a lot. There's a lot of stuff going on with that you, fucking Did you play. see the, uh, the menu? The menu does have alcoholic lemonade. Fuck yes, this place is amazing. I just love, someone was like, why would you put Sam Eagle in the host country of the World Showcase? Sam Eagle's this sycophantic, psychopathic character who supports America over everything else and he's insane. <laughs> I can't believe him. And I'm like, have you looked at the fucking president lately? Because, I mean, we're good. <laughs> like, this is what they're going to expect. Not to mention, for once, as I've stated... I have a reason to care about world fuck America in World Sho Showcase, also known as what is in the past been. Ah, oh, fuck! We gotta walk through America. Okay, come on, let's just go as fast it's as up we a can. Hill. It's horrible. It's the worst. I only the only time I think I spent more than like five minutes in the American Pavilion is when I went to see Neil Patrick Harris do uh, the fucking Christmas <laughs> that's, thing. That's also where the Art of Disney store is now, since the front of the park is a crater. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So well, I have the best barbecue. No one else's barbecue is as good as mine. <laughs> Look at Jim, my giant wings, Jim. I found something interesting because this season we are making Sitopolis, the sitcom-based <laughs> theme park. And this week you gave us the challenge to do Bob's Burgers, and I thought. I cheated a little bit, and I did go to Google and looked up <laughs> Bob's Burgers theme park, and I did find eight reasons why we need a Bob's Burgers theme park land. And yes, this is me padding out the episode, because I don't have that much of an idea this week. Isn't it just Wonder Wharf? Full stop? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, no. Number one, the setting is made for Bob uh, Bob's Burger theme park land. Bob's Burger surprisingly grounded in reality, especially for a cartoon. Much of the show takes place in a fictional, unnamed seaside town somewhere alongside Jersey Shore. Think Seaside Heights. You could do Wonder Wharf. You could have fucking Jimmy Pestos. You could have so much shit. There would be plenty of rides to choose from. The scream a cane The Wonder Wheel. Carousel. That's not... It just says carousel. <laughs> like, that's it. Uh, the, que the Queasy Queen, the Scramble Pan. Number three, character meet and greet opportunities. And then they just really want them to get the fucking nightlight that Luis uses <laughs> and have him be a meet and greet. Uh, you can sell plenty of Bob's Burger apparel and merchandise. Think of all the burgers, which we are in just a few seconds. Yeah. 
you don't have to know the show at all, which I do agree with because I'm not that familiar with Bob's <laughs> Burgers, but I was very ready it's, to do this episode. It's a meet and greet with the Equestronauts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're family friendly and you're going to constantly have new source material, including a film. I don't know so, if it's exactly family friendly entirely. It's, it's enough. It's they, family they change, friendly. They, this would fit perfect in Disney World because then like the thing right next door to it can change every week. And nobody would even know, care or notice. <laughs> yes. But Jim, I uh, I want us to, before we get into our <laughs> rides, we got to talk about the restaurant, right? Because like the rides are just a secondary thing to the restaurant, much like the Simpsons ride, because I kept drawing parallels to the Simpsons lane. The Simpsons ride is just something you go to before you eat the nasty, nasty cheeseburger that they have <laughs> at, at fucking Moe's. <laughs> Before you go eat a nasty crusty burger and feel all of your heart stop at once, you have to go ride the ride. So I feel like we do need to discuss the restaurant portion of it. Is it, it just it, gonna be? It will be like Ogus Cantina, and then it will seat like twelve people, just like the re- the cartoon version. That's what I was gonna say. Do we want to <laughs> do like exact replica one by one, or are we gonna like flesh it out? Because like even Moe's, Moe's is an exact replica. But you can walk into, like, the back section, and it takes you to a normal cafeteria. Maybe we do something like that. And then you can almost... I'm basically just gonna steal the layout for the food court at Simpsons Land, which is Bob's is a main building you can go into. But if you go to the left, you can go to, like, Jimmy Pesto's and get Italian food or, like, pizza and all of these different smaller things from the show. And then, but Bob's Burgers is the main place you go into. Do not turn right and go into the funeral parlor. That would be bad. Yes. Uh, But I did also look up, this is going to be very much just a fucking R. Casey's Corner, but it's Casey's Burgers. And so I did pull up a list of BuzzFeed's actual hamburgers that were made from Bob's Burgers. Um, there's the Beats Me Burger, which is a sirloin burger with balsamic honey, ginger beets, and soft chevret cheese with a sweet and salty coleslaw. A leek of their own, which is feta and garlic <laughs> feta and garlic stuffed lamb burger topped with braised leeks and mustard greens and a dollop of potato leek mustard sauce with a side of potato leek soup. I know why the Cajun burger seems... <laughs> Oh, shit, I could fuck with this one. Sausage and beef stuffed with shrimp, gumbo, and rice topped with collard greens. Served with crawfish and even more collard greens. Eggers Can't Be Cheesers Burger, which is an all-beef fatty topped with American cheese and a fried egg sunny side up served with hot sauce and a piece of lettuce on a plain bun. Gaze already does that. That's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, man, if it wasn't for the artichokes, I would be down with the I heartachoke you burger. Which is a beef patty with gar- stuffed with garlic, topped with artichokes, stewed tomatoes, and Parmesan cheese on a toasted onion bun. If looks could kale, it's it's fun to eat at the R Y the Rye M C A Burger. <laughs> oh, that one's actually oh wow, that one's good. It's got cheddar cheese and chunky gro- guacamole on rye bread. Don't go brocken my heart. With steamed green broccoli florets and toasted feta. Pepper don't preach. At this point, we're just recapping Bob's Burgers jokes, but I well, do want to... there's only, uh, let's see, there's like, I think they're on season 10. There's 20-some yeah. episodes a season, so... 
And for the pièce de résistance, the child molester, it comes with candy. Yeah, that was. I think that was episode one. Was the child molester? It's a veal and sweet onion burger topped with candy, bacon, cheddar cheese, and baby spinach, garnished with a maple bacon lollipop, and served with Kraft mac and cheese. I would fuck with that one so hard. I think that's already a Toothsome's Emporium, if you ask nice. (laughs) Don't give you that. That shit sounds really, really good. But as we've stated before, Jim, we've got to do it. We've got to make some rides based on Bob's Burgers. So what did you bring to the table this week? Um, I kind of went somewhat easy, probably about, I don't want to say, like, did you actually do, like, an actual ride, or did you do something that was not a ride? I I did the most hastily constructed ride I think I've ever done. Because what I felt like doing was a combination of, like, Legend of the Lion King and Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. Okay. Have you you done Legend of the Lion King before? Yes, it's fucking garbage. I hate it. (laughs) Did did you have to stand up and make uh, like lion noises? I think I did, but I didn't. I didn't do it willingly. There was a gun to my head. No, I'm saying, did they pull you out of the crowd to do it? Was that you? Oh no 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 no! That was not (laughs) me. I just hate it. Just the most apathetic lion you've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, I would do essentially the storyline would be that it would uh, that this like Bob's Burgers restaurant that's like in the theme park that um, one of the three kids would basically t- it would or would be in a cook they they would be cooking off against each other to make a burger and then one of them would win possession of the restaurant should Bob be uh, killed or put in prison. Oh, okay, okay, I like this. And each part of the audience would be, like, uh, separated into, like, one group would be, like, rooting for Gene, and one group would be rooting for, like, Tina and Louise. And um, it would basically be, like, Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. Like, they would put cameras on people, and it would be all improv. So, like, what do you want to put on this burger? And people could yell crap at the screen. Okay, I'm done with that. I like that. I feel like that would be a fun little, like, 15-minute show. Yeah, and I I like that one because that almost... I prefer that as a you-can-come-and-go thing. Like, you can go sit while you're waiting and help them make... This almost... And I I don't want to... I don't want to snatch your idea. It almost feels like something that would be done in the queue. This would be a fun queue thing is help them design burgers on the way there. And then there could be... Is it like how Monster Sync does, um, does the... Please text a a, a clean joke to this number and then you can get on... Yeah, yeah. I think my one of my jokes got picked, but I can't remember. Oh, yeah, the joke I sent in was, how do you make a tissue dance? You put... (laughs) You put a little buggy in it. <laughs> the joke you said in was that a lady walked into a room with a with a poodle under one arm and a three foot salami under the other arm. <laughs> no, 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 no. I you run out of characters. I, it was actually multiple messages, but it ended with, of course, and then they got done and said, and, and then the agent looked and said, "What's this act called?" And they said, <laughs> "The Aristocrats." The Aristocats. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The all feline version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I hurt some felines. That's a hundred percent. So, what you've done is make the queue line to my ride, Jim. 
because I wanted, I don't know, I thought about Bob's Burgers, and I know I've seen a few episodes. I'm not super familiar with it, but I am I, familiar. I will, I will say that before seven hours ago, I'd probably seen like three episodes, and I kind of went ham in the last couple of hours. Well, with me, my episode, mine's based on... It wasn't that on... I didn't want to watch it or that I hated it or anything. I just never really watched it. And, like, I felt like if I was going to watch it, I should start at the beginning and try to watch through. And you cannot stream it, like, really anywhere. But it's on oh. a lot, so you can record the hell out of it. I think it's on Hulu. I do not have Hulu, so... Oh. Uh, I, do ha- I do have Hulu, so I could have caught up, but I chose not to. Fuck it. I did an entire episode on, on of fun fiction based on Bob's Burgers. Didn't watch a damn episode of it. I was like, hey, I'll, I'll trust uh, my guest. This year, well, last year's free comic book day had a Bob's Burgers comic where they were able to stop time on a Wonder Wharf ride. That yeah. Was very, that was very wonderful. Well, for me, my ride is based off a specific episode and is literally the only Bob's Burgers episode I specifically remember watching. The and it isn't one with the turkey. No. Nope. Oh, fuck. I have seen the turkey one. That is it's a good amazing. one, too. It's the best episode of that show. Yeah. Full stop. But no, I decided to do one based off of the episode where Gene becomes best friends with a very smart toilet. And... <laughs> Are you familiar with this one? Uh, no, but, uh, does the toilet have a voice? Who voices the toilet? I can't remember who voices the toilet, but I will tell you, okay, general plot of the episode. It begins with a package being flung off of a truck and flying off into the woods. It's a fancy, fancy toilet. Gene gets upset for some reason, runs off into the woods where he becomes best friends with the toilet. The person who was running, like, driving the truck walks into Bob's Burgers and is straight up like, that was a $16,000 toilet. I need it back now. Where is it? And legit, like, pulls a Gestapo move, like, walking around Bob's Burgers and trying to find the toilet so he can get it back. And Gene, like, fights back against him. End of the episode, turns out that that guy stole the toilet and they bring the toilet back to its rightful owner. Okay, I, I did look up who voiced the toilet. Yeah. And is America's favorite actor, John Hamm. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. We got John, John Hamm. We made him a fucking toilet. Well, well, mine, I want this to be a, or a Gene meets back up with the toilet, but it's not the same toilet we've seen. This toilet is like battle hardened. Like it's got pieces of ceramic <laughs> chipped out of it. And Sheen just walks up like, hey, toilet, how are you? And then that's when the toilet's like, Gene, I haven't seen you in so long. I haven't seen you in a hundred years. The flush wars, the flush wars have taken it all out of me, Gene. But I need your help. I need your help to stop, stop what's happened. And so eventually the toilet reveals that there has become a massive war between like, normal toilets and fancy toilets and so they have to go fight back and it's essentially the terminator except with toilets and so as you go through i i literally i'm improving all this by the way but i will say all i want is at one point G- he he wants to show gene the future and what the future is and so you're on the ride with gene and 
you get flushed down the toilet and then you go through like a Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory fucking scene where you're going through that tunnel and it's the toilet taking you towards the future and then they show you the future. You go back in the past and then that's where you recruit um, Luis and Tina and all three of you lead a tirade against the uh, evil, evil toilet man from the first episode. <laughs> And you fight back against him in the final. It's essentially fast in the. It's flush in the furious supercharged is what I've created here, um, and it, it's oh that's definitely what it's called by the way. Bob's Burgers <laughs> flushed in furious, <laughs> and uh, by the end of it, you end up fighting back and defeating him and flying out on a toilet. Which by the way, I love this concept of my seating system for this, which it looks a lot like the seats for E.T., where you're hanging, but you're kind of sitting in a bike, except you're hanging and sitting in a toilet. And then there's, like, something that, a plunger or something that comes in front of you to stop you from standing up on the ride. And then you can kind of fly around on the toilet to help try to fight back. In the war, um, what side are the bidets on? Are they, like, the Swiss, where they're neutral, or...? The bidets are part of it, because I feel like the fancy toilet has a bidet in it. So, I mean, I guess that means, like, the standalone bidets are kind of so like... they're like the, the Swiss. They're, yeah, they're just Are the we Swiss. supposed to be rooting for the cheap toilets? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, but Jim, that's my idea for this week. Flushed in the Furious, supercharged. But next, do oh, we have anything else? That I is actually realize. what... Universal Studios employees called the actual ride that they work on, I think. <laughs> but now, Jim, it's time to get into next week's. And it's time, Jim, to take a trip back to the 90s. Because what's the deal with theme parks? They're not themed, and they're not parks! I've never seen a tree anywhere in one of these. Boom, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. We're doing fucking Seinfeld next yeah, my, week. My, my, uh, my Seinfeld reference in the intro just came back in time from last week <laughs> to kill to kill a toilet. No, no, no. Hold on. I, I've, this is not what my idea is going to be next week, but I do love this idea where it's um it's like a tower of terror, except when you get to the top of it, you shoot into Jerry's apartment, and when you do, a crowd cheering sound effect happens, and you stay there for as long as they cheer, and then you drop at the end of the cheering. This isn't my idea, but it would be uh, Bob's Burgers versus Kenny Rogers Roasters. Can what? That's my fucking favorite episode of Seinfeld of all time, dude. That's the best episode. If we're gonna skip ahead to next week, that's the best <laughs> episode of Seinfeld. Is fucking Kenny Rogers Roasters. But until then, Jim, where could people find you on the internet? Uh, I'm on Twitter at apparently smart, and that's that's about it. Go there. And I am currently very sorry this episode was so short this week. That's what happens when we do something that we literally know nothing about. No, I feel like there, I feel like this week there needs to be an agreement. Like we every time we bring up show, it has to be like, all right, Frasier. Do you know anything about fucking Frasier? We can't <laughs> do Frasier. Although, hold on. 
anything else, we have to do that. Frazier's the one exception because Frazier's the weenie of this part. Frazier's the glue <laughs> holding it all together. But everything else, we do need to have an agreement of like, we know enough to make fun goofs about this, do we have right? To and build the, do we have to build a cheers section first before we do Frazier? That's the bar outside of the Frasier ride. You can go eat at Cheers and then ride the Frasier ride. Um, but you can also find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo S-E-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Buy all my books on Amazon and check out all the other BS Network programs online at a load of purebs.com. There's Deviant, the Space Pirate Story. There's Fight Boys if you like pro wrestling. A load of BS. It's all there for you to check out at a load of purebs.com. And of course, remember to support the show, whether that be by donating on Patreon Patreon, like Ransom Meltzer, the Patreon saint of Opposite Attractions. And if you do donate over there, you get shouted out on the show of your choice every single week, and you get access to exclusive content that can be found nowhere else on the internet, including FAQ, the show where Jim Murphy and I do a deep dive into some of our favorite theme park rides. We did an episode on good old Fidgemint last week. And Jesus Christ, I didn't think we could do a tight 30 on Figment, but we fucking did it. We did it somehow. We talked about that little purple motherfucker. (laughs) And a whole lot of dissing Fuji. That was basically the gist of it. And if you want to listen to it, you can get it at patreon.com slash a load of BS or pick up some op-app merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. But if you ain't got no money, we understand that. It's perfectly fine. Just leave us five stars on iTunes, Podchaser, wherever you get your podcast. Just leave us a review. It makes us feel all warm and tingly inside. And if you've already done all of that, Holy shit, you're an op-at badass, but most importantly, just go tell a friend that they need to check, unless they work for Walt Disney World News today. That's the one. (laughs) Don't tell them. Anybody else, though, let them know that they need to check out Opposite Attractions, ladies and gentlemen. And until next week, remember to find Jim and me on Twitter at Opat Show. That is spelled O-P-P-A-T-T-S-H-O-W. Are you down with O-P-P? 